Hello, everyone. I'm Alex, and I'm super. She is super, and Dr. Dennis is a junkie. Wait, like, why does he keep stepping all over you? Where I don't know. He, he's just so easily... <laughs> he's the unnatural. He's easily Kevin's influenced. Kevin's the unnatural today. <laughs> we get him on mic, and he's so easily baited. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. All right, come on, guys. Come on, super. I'm coming at you. I'm super. Wait, do we have anybody else here today? Who's that? Anyone? Anyone? I'm Dr. D, and I'm pumping it up naturally. That's right. He's pumping it naturally. We got some. We got some serious uh, cred coming to the to the podcast now. And who are we? The super. We are natural natural junkies. Wow. Hey folks, this is Dr. Kevin Cruz giving you another pump because guess what? The Supernatural Junkies are on Rumble. All you have to do is go to Rumble, go to search, and when you search for channels, you look for Supernatural Junkies and all of our stuff is going to start popping up. It's great because you're going to be able to see the links. You'll get to see exactly why we are saying what we're saying. But most importantly, this is a great way to share with your family and your friends exactly why why we are living in prophetic times and why we cannot give up access to our bodies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Supernatural Junkies. This is Super Alex, and we're going to have a super duper day today. Let's do it, guys. Yeah, we had Kitty Guts to just <clears throat> murder. About murder, to have Kevin Guts. Murder Kitty made it into the studio today. <laughs> We had a little cleanup before we get started yeah, today. Yeah, there's evidence of a murder, a little, little uh, blood outline. Kitty was on the prowl. Kitty oh was God. on the prowl. <laughs> Kitty was being Kitty. That's he my was... favorite cat, though. No mice in our garage. Oh, no. <laughs> what would you about letting that cat look at Discovery Channel? Now it thinks there's a lion. <laughs> hey, I have $5,000 of mouse you know, perils inside my Mustang. That's how, that's how much damage was done. These rats right. got in my Mustang. Oh, there's baby, there's baby ones in there too. They're uh, freshly born. Demon rats. They were. I felt so bad for them. They were so little. And you, it's impossible. Just, just forget it. Don't, don't worry about exterminating them. Just get a cat. It's just the only way that it'll actually work. Yeah, but when he took his cart in to be worked on, they had to store the stuff outside because it was attracting all the mice from, and the rats from the local area because the smell. Oh yep. yeah, they're like we had to put it outside. The they cat, to... cat pheromones. Yeah, no, it was it was oh, whatever the rats. Yeah, that left in there, and then they were all attracted to it. They're like, yeah, this yep. is the place, the new home. I'm telling you, Dennis, do you have a verse? Something about you know cleansing. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes we just need to focus on uh, we need to focus on Christ. So this is from Colossians chapter one, verse fifteen. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Mm -hmm. 
and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. All right, brothers. Well, that's a good way that God has the preeminence. So remember, sometimes when we're talking about stuff on this podcast, we're trying to talk about all the things that the church doesn't want to talk about. And I want you to ask yourself this question. How can I be a good shepherd if I don't talk about legitimate dangers to my sheep? That's the question. And so, you know, when we think about this, and I know we're talking about America, and sometimes we get a little America-centric or a little ego-centric, right? It's all about us. But I want you to think today, this is the reality. The biggest obstacle to the one world government, the Bible says, is coming, is the destruction of the United States of America or the corruption of America, and then we just go along with it, right? This is what has to happen. We have to lose those freedoms. We have to see our country go down in this direction to where we are no longer the, the world leader because what's happened there is everything that America is against. And so you have to understand why the world and why the beast needs to destroy our country. And this is why it's it's about more than just us, folks. It's about if we preserve our country and our freedoms, then we will be here to fight evil around the world and preserve freedoms around the world. But if we go down, that's what's going to happen. We really are that last bastion of freedom. And you'll see that as we, we really realize that we have massive enemies in the world today. And I know these guys... It was hard to get them up here today because we're all talking still about Israel. I know we did our last podcast about that, but there was several things that were said. I'm going to open that up to you guys because I know you said several things I thought were really crucial that people need to realize about what's happening in the Middle East and in Israel. Well, and it also involves China. Yes, it does. Involved. It's involving everybody. But, you know, it's funny that you you opened up with that and we talk about, we always talk about America you know, being the last bastion, but with Dr. D and I were having a little conversation. You know, I sometimes wonder, I, I don't think we're really in the way. I think we're already part of this. And and we've been used. Um, we've been overtaken by the globalists for decades, and they've used our armed forces to fight um, illegal wars, unholy wars. Uh, and like Dr. D was saying, you know, we go into countries and we leave... We leave them worse off than when we went in. Dr. Dozier, when's the last time we won a war? World War II. That's a long time ago. Yeah. We didn't we haven't won any war since then. We've been in war since. Yeah. You know, you had the Great War. What you had the Great War, right? That was World War One. Mm -hmm. And then twenty years later you have World War Two, so now they have to name the, rename it from the Great War to World War One. Then we have World War Two. Then we have the Korean War, mm -hmm. then we have Vietnam, and it keeps on going and going. And for those who might say, "Well, he he he's missing it," no, I'm not missing it. I'm not I'm not counting the skirmish in Panama and <laughs> Granada. Okay, we're not we're not counting those skirmishes. Yeah, we're talking about wars. Yeah. Well, and that that's a sobering thought. And on that note, um, I really should probably go ahead and say, but. I forget what the name of the lady who's the kind of the, well, she kind of controls a lot of what we um, do financially. And, you know, Janet she, Yellen? Yes. And so she said that we can't afford another war. 
Now, that, that should be sobering for America. So remember that the Federal Reserve is a private company. They can fund we don't war. owe ourselves this money. There's a group of people in the world that they keep voting to raise the, the ceiling, the debt ceiling, right? And, and the bottom line is she's saying, listen, we can't afford another war. We talked about how we're giving you know, millions and millions of dollars, billions of dollars to Ukraine, but those poor people in, in, in Hawaii, right? Mm-hmm. We're not gonna we're gonna give them a seven hundred dollars. Seven hundred bucks. East uh, uh, Palestine, Ohio. Yeah. Mm, yep. So you can see, you know, these things happening in the world and you know, another thing that I thought, you know, that you guys talked about that I thought we should put on this show was a little bit of what you said about Palestine, you know, and how how the Palestinians got that name. Not Ohio. Not Ohio, right? <laughs> Dr. Doji, you want to jump in there? <laughs> yeah, Ohio's Palestine. <laughs> uh, Jesus uh, gave a, a prophecy concerning uh, not a stone will be left standing because the people missed the hour of their visitation when the bishop of their souls came in. And that was Jesus himself. And about a generation later, you had uh, the first of Judeo-Roman uh, Judeo, uh, wars. And I believe that lasted until around 70 AD uh, when Jerusalem was really, really destroyed and the Jews lost that one. Uh, later, there was one around 115 AD and then around 132 AD or so, uh, there was a man who, his name ended up being changed, but I'm going to call him Simon Bakakba. Uh, Simon, uh, son of Kakba. Uh, and you can look at what Kakba to see what that means. And uh, I believe it was a rabbi by the name of Kiva or Kaiva uh, who supposedly uh, told him that uh, he may have been the Messiah, which was to uh, come according to, uh, uh, I believe it was a prophecy out of the book of Numbers. Anyway, at this time, you had the uh, third and final of the Roman Judeo Wars. And the Jewish people, the Jewish military that, that was assembled, were doing pretty well. I think they took out a legion of Roman soldiers. But eventually, they lost this war. And Hadrian, who was the emperor at that time, is reported that he is the one who changed the name of both the region and the name of Jerusalem. He changed the name of Jerusalem, uh, and then he changed the name of Judea to, I believe it was, Syria-Palestinia. Now, when you see that word Syria-Palestinia, that is a Latin word which uh, is synonymous with Philistine, land of the Philistines. And when you think of the Philistines, the Philistines were Israel's arch enemy, and they wanted to take Israel off of the face of the map. And we can say that the uh, Palestinians as a whole, as a people, uh, do not really want to obliterate Israel, and uh, that could be so. But we have to be real. Instead of thinking about being politically correct or socially or culturally correct, we have to learn to be real. And there is a remnant there that wants to take Israel off of the face of the map, Uh, Hamas, Whoever is in power there, they were voted into power in 2006. Mm-hmm. 
These people were voted into power, and many people, their minds are being conditioned that Israel, the people of Israel are not worth living. And so we're saying all this to say that there are spiritual forces behind all of this. And it's not like these spirits just come up all of a sudden out of nowhere or they're new spirits created. Satan does not create demons. He does not create evil spirits. They are fallen. They are fallen and they have been around for millennia, if not uh, millions of years. We don't know how long it has been, but they have been around and it's those same spirits uh, from the past, from ancient of days that are operating today. And you still have that desire from Satan to destroy what God has chosen. Amen. And, you know, so I have a, a, a patient of mine, and he is recently a, a, a rabbi, right? And uh, he told me that the Palestinians would take over every country, right? He, he says the reason why the Palestinians are even there is because they are so you know, invasive, that they would take over Jordan, they would take over Syria, they would take over anything and everyone, and they're uncontrollable. And it was really it was really the reality that nobody else could deal with them, that that's how they forced them into this area. You know, and I think that's what people need to understand, that this particular side of Islam is is very difficult to deal with, and even for Islam, right? So this is like the crazy person that none of them can really deal with. You know, Alex was talking earlier this week about, you know, some posts and uh, and how people are talking about a two-party state. And, you know, you get down to, okay, here you have the Israel Israelites, right, Jewish people. They've got this one little country. Tell them, about, tell them what that map looks like, Alex. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. I, I'll have to give you the link so you can share it in the show notes. But it's basically a map that shows you that entire area and how a tiny 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 israel right that location that we call israel really is um and i have been seeing a lot of disturbing even so-called christians posting anti-semitic uh, or anti-israel commentary it, if you are a christian you need to really and you're doing that you need to look deeper into this because i assure you and i'm going to be bold and say you are on the wrong side if you are posting those kinds of things do not do that and do not claim to be Christian then. I just, I'm floored by it. The boys are drinking one coffee, two straws. They can't figure out whose cup it is. <laughs> That's what's happening. I'm trying well, not to laugh right now. The cups are the same over there. They <laughs> look really similar. So like, I just I'll reached over and cup, grabbed Dr. Dozier's cup. And he looks at me with those big eyes and he goes, <laughs> I got that sugar hit. <laughs> 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 it's stevia, brother. You got the monk fruit. Ooh. I got okay. the stevia. <laughs> Both okay then. Both okay. He can well, well, as Christians, Alex, as Christians, we're supposed to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, right? Mm -hmm. Isn't that really yeah? What instead we're of like to do? pushing that they don't deserve to live, because you're really just pushing a genocide, and yeah, and that's, that's right. really there disturbing. No two, there, there, there is no two states. No, that's not what they're from, they're hoping uh, for, right? It's available. But, no. Well, yeah. th think about what's happened. Did everybody forget the Holocaust? The reason why they, they all went back is because they realized that they would never be embraced in any country, that they were never going to trust. And this is something, you know, that Netanyahu said, that they will never trust another country to preserve their own freedom. Mm -hmm. And we watch, we watch quite a few sometimes of these documentaries on Hitler and these kinds of things. 
but it's astonishing the way again this this fact that God advertised a little bit <laughs> that he told Abraham they say the, the, I'm the God of Abraham Isaac and then Jacob see and so this was God's you know portion in the world but you guys were talking about Christians calling for genocide tell mm-hmm. me about that well I I was listening to something that Mike Adams had posted and he was just talking about the two psyops that have happened the first one was COVID and how COVID, you know, we're talking about psyops from the cabal. So they, they deceived everyone to believing about the pandemic and, um, and about the vaccine and the people that believed in science fell for that. Now, the second psyop um, he was pointing out is, is going for the other half of the people, um, us Christians, who, of course, we support uh, uh, Israel and Jerusalem and so forth. And um, so the PSYOP of a holy war. Now, the reason why he brought this up as a PSYOP was because, remember they were saying in the beginning that this is like 9-11? Remember they were making the analogies when they were, Israel was attacked initially? Right. Uh, this is like 9-11. He said, well, what, do we, what did we learn from 9-11? We learned that our, we, we dropped our guard and we were taken, Right. That's right. How did well? How did Israel? How did this happen in Israel that has all these defenses? And supposedly, I don't know, and I don't know where his sources are, but supposedly he said that there was a stand down order on the morning of October seventh when this happened. Wow! So, mm-hmm. if that is, and this is what I was trying to bring up last last podcast, yes, we're to support and prayfully support and and be you know of the Jewish people. Um, but you got to remember the people in charge are not the Jewish people, you know, so they're the ones that are running these, these, these covert operations. And Dr. Dozier and I were, that's when we got onto the spiritual aspect of this, about there being, uh, this being a spiritual war and that Satan wants to take out, um, Israel and cause that's God's covenant people land and people mm-hmm. and that he wants to take that take that out and that's where the psyop where they're utilize the cabal to allow stuff like this to happen so. you know so i do want to transition to talk about china but the same rabbi that i mentioned earlier said that there's a lot of muslims that actually claim to be jewish and he says a lot of them are in that area and he also went on to say that there's a lot of people that are from every nationality over there. Mm-hmm. And he says, so it's not full of Jewish people. Right, right. And, and I think that's something people need to remember, right? And especially if we ever get into some other subjects, but you can see, you know, that it is prophetic what's happening over there. And so as we start to turn and ask ourselves, you know, we were, we're trying to talk about the geopolitical situation in the world we're looking for this rise of this coming, you know, superpower, this forming of a one world government, right? And we talk about how there's no way Americans, even though, again, we are being duped, we are very close to um, capitulating with all that. But the bottom line is, this was the only place in the world practically where they didn't get the force facts. We were able to defeat these things here. And so there's all kinds of things in the world that still you know, with lawsuits, with other things, we have been able to defend our freedoms here better than anywhere else in the world. 
And so these are the pluses in our cap, but here's what we have going on. And, and again, this is where you're going to see we're going to go back and forth on this. But when we talk, talk about this one world government, the Bible seems to, to be an indicator that there is this, this power okay, from the Far East, the 100 million man army. And, um, but now we can also see this direct relationship between this pro, what is probably China um, and their relationship with the New World Order, which is really probably the most well-defined and the most connected to the World Economic Forum. So here we have Klaus Schwab saying that China is the new template for how humanity is going to move forward. Now this means that there is a direct link because between wealthy international merchants, right? And what we believe to be the new world order, right? Um, and the same people that have been involved in that, right? Saying that they have a direct tie to China. And when they say template, it's because China is right now executing the very things and testing them out on its people mm -hmm. about what they're going to do to us later once America is out of the way. Now, that being said, let me just jump in to what we're talking about. Okay, so China already has a social rewards system. Okay, when you look at the fact that there is forced organ harvesting, <laughs> forced abortion, there is no religious freedom. There is no freedom of speech. Okay, these people are tracked and plotted everywhere they go. It's a digital currency, digital ID. This is what we're talking about. You think about the pandemic. I know we talked about it, how in, and I think it was in um, Shanghai, where in the middle of the night, the only way that these people had to express how frustrated they were was to go out onto balconies and scream at the top of their lungs. That's what was happening around China during COVID because of the absolute control that they have. They, they show people being hauled away in bags and they're still Embody, alive. Yeah, they're in body bags and, and they're, they're still are, moving. They're still alive. Yeah. Is that like right? a Monty Python thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Bring out your dead. So if you were to say, <laughs> what's the number one country that treats people absolutely terrible? I, I know the answer. China? China. <laughs> China. And yet this is now their template. And if you look at the beast government and what it's going to do to people, they're the most similar. The Russians aren't as similar to that to that right. government. But no, look, actually, the, the Putin's trying to liberate his country from, yeah. from it. You can see he, that. He's one that called out some of all these, the hogwash about the the alphabet soup company and, and all these other things that he, he, he ridicules America. Yes. Yeah. Do you allow that in your country? I mean, you know, and he's, you know, yes. so, um, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like a Putin fan, but I'm just saying he's not, well, he's not the beta test for the, the world he, economic forum, which China is. China is no. a beta test. And Dr. Dennis is currently wearing a shirt that says, who has two thumbs and loves Putin? It's pointing back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it's hard not to Even respect the oyster company. That's where. Kidding. That's the place I sent you guys all the pictures of the oysters <laughs> and make amazing. you jealous. <laughs> so, <laughs> just kidding, guys. But uh, let's look at the countries that want to um, emulate China, who look up to China. I mean, Justin Trudeau in 2013, before he was prime minister, 
um, made very um, pointed comments about how much he supported China. And especially he said, and he said in terms of how they have a, complete control of their people and can make their policies green. Let's also remind everyone too at this moment that China is one of the biggest, if not the biggest user of fossil fuels in the world. Biggest so polluter. What is he talking about that they have the best environmental policies? That's, that's just an insane comment. It's not the only time he has come out in complete support of China and their socialist government, um, which is obvious by the recent, um, changing of the complete control of people's bank accounts if they don't comply with their speech regulations in Canada now. And that's a recent thing. Also, let's take a look at Australia and how they also were like zero COVID policy. They're very close to China, but, um, you know, proximity wise, but also em want to emulate that complete control over their people, which was evidenced by their internment camps during COVID, right? That's right. During, and, and let's also, let's mention New Zealand at this time too, because yes. they also... We're doing the same exact thing. So we're seeing countries that are testing the water, so to speak, especially when it came to COVID, <clears throat> in trying to be like China. Again, something that killed less than a percent of the people was used to completely capture and control and take away all the freedoms in certain societies. With the Right, saying that Certain we want zero. Took, to, took away freedoms in our society. It did here. Right. But There's, it's, it, we're talking complete. It's right, gone. Right. Yeah. There's and they, nothing left. They were saying that because they're, they had a zero tolerance policy, meaning that they wanted 0% COVID, which, by the way, folks, if you follow the science, that's not a possibility. <laughs> well, and you start to run with this idea here, okay, that Dr. Doja needs to say something? Yeah, I, I saw it. <laughs> Looking... <clears throat> Looking at China, there's another continent that we cannot leave off, and that's the continent of Africa. And, and there are a few nations that are going to be major players of, in the end time. And I don't mean in a positive way, but they're going to be major players. And China is in those countries right now. Now, we can just say that and leave that there. But I was looking at some video. I can't remember the nation because there are 54 recognized nations in Africa and 56 total. Maybe all 56 are recognized right now. I don't know. For those who think that Africa is a country, it's a continent. Okay. <clears throat> but uh, from one nation, there was this leader and she was stating how uh, they were they were not being looked at as equal business partners when it came to, yes, the United States. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And they said China learned, and I'm paraphrasing these words, I'm not going verbatim, China learned. Uh, China, they do business with China, even though they may not be the same type of nation as China. So it's like China went to its playbook and said, okay, here's what we need to do to operate in Russia. We can't push our way of living on them. I mean, excuse me, to operate in Africa, and these nations in Africa. We can't push our way of living on them, but what we have to do is go in there and respect what they do, and then we go there from a business aspect. The United States is going in and trying to use, I'm going to use these words right here, uh, coercion, or as you may say, uh, economic force. Either you take on these policies or we won't give you this. And some nations had to straight up tell the United States, why should we do that 
For example, things like the LGBTQ+, there was a big push to push that through all over the nations in Africa. When we don't have that issue, if we ever have that issue, That's we right. will deal with it. So the United States, in trying to push wicked agendas, is yep. actually taking itself right out of the right out of play. And I think I constantly, when it comes to the United States, I think about Psalm uh, nine seventeen, where it says, "The wicked shall be turned to hell, and the na- and the nations to go away. The nations, the Gentile nations that forget God." And that's one of the things that has happened here. I was talking to my wife, who's only three years younger than me, and we were. Uh, well, you know, she looks a lot younger than that, Doc. You know, you 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 you, you, you really, you, you, you really know how to go there, don't you? You know how to rub me, no, don't Dr. you? Dr. Dozier, he looks younger than me, and he's but, older than me. <laughs> but she was, uh, I was asking her, we, we, we were talking about these things, and I was telling her, I said, you know that school system really was, it was really taken out of the hands of Christians. It was really never intended for all of theology to be taken out of school. I said there were actually times when people went to school and they, they learned about the Bible, and it didn't necessarily have to be a theological university. And I went back to when I was in elementary school, which was way, 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 way back. <laughs> and I told them, we used to start classes with devotion. Now, I started first grade 1964. Okay, okay. I was about two months from being born. And... Uh, that slipped over your head, didn't it? <laughs> I started first grade two about two months, months from being born. <laughs> okay. But we would we would sing like uh, we would sing like Jesus loved little children, all the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in his sight. Jesus died for all the children. We were singing this in grade school. But you in, know, pub, in public school, we did, I mean, that's why I learned my country tis of thee, sweet land of liberty of the I seen. And at that time, there was segregation in the nation, but we're singing red and yellow, black and white, they're precious in the sight. Mm-hmm. And I asked my wife, I said, were, were you all singing that? She said, no, we, we didn't. So somewhere along uh-huh. the line, long time ago, this process began when right. it had taken God out of the schools. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so you wonder why America is becoming a nun player. Yep. Well, there's no doubt the PSYOCs really are being played upon us. You know, let's just jump into this. And this is a shout out, of course, to the book called The Indictment. Um, This is, of course, a great book that you should look into. Um, uh, Dee Dee Loggison is the co-author on that. And uh, Frank Gaffney is the actual author. So a lot of this information I'm going to be blowing up in the next few episodes comes out of that book. But there's a ton of books. Uh, General H.R. McMaster, and again, this book is 10 years old, is saying that we're in an information war with China. What does that mean, information war, right? So, you know, you think about Dr. Dozier and what he's saying here, like Psalms. He talked about Psalms. When I think about salt and light, it says if the salt has lost its flavor, it gets trampled upon. It's nothing but something to be trampled upon. Now, you tell me, with all the still people getting saved every day, but where's the salt? Where's the flavor? Who's, who's the one that's determining the flavor of America? It's not us, you see? And so that's where we're set up in this situation. And when they control the information, they're controlling your mind because that's mind psyops. This is the psyops. This is the Bible says, and when we do that, my people perish for lack of knowledge, which really means correct information, Right. So when you think about this, there's another book called Stealth War, How China Took Over While America's Elite Slept. It's because they actually have been getting Americans, especially Wall Street, 
to take its Americans have been taking their money, putting it into Wall Street, and Wall Street is so heavily putting their money into China. China is using Wall Street to take our money and fund its agenda around the world and destabilize American companies, right? Okay, so there's a couple things that are dangerous here. When you think about the crash, you know, let's say 2007 to 2008, somewhere in there, we saw that crash largely happen. Maybe the biggest statistic was the corporations were actually going bankrupt. We're at the same level now, right now. And then you start to go, well, then we had incredibly well, really low interest rates. Now we have interest rates that we haven't seen in 40 years, okay? And I'm going to blow this one up on my phone, but you start to look at what's really happened to America all because, again, COVID caused the largest financial catastrophe that we've ever, that we've ever seen. Now, we could talk about what all the banks are saying in the world, but we talk about the closest one that's to the Federal Reserve would be the International Monetary Fund. And what is the International Monetary Fund saying about America? It says U.S. debt situation is unsustainable financially. We're on an unsustainable financial path. And who is saying this? This is the International Monetary Fund. What if we told you that of all the countries in the world, we owed more money and we're the most in debt of every country in the world. That's what's happened. And in America, nobody can seem to figure this out, that we can't spend money that we don't have. We don't have any more money for another war. This is where we're at. Sure, we can spend it. But that's we, what I'm talking we about. We create it and we spend it. That's how they do so it. So if you take the situation, we all can see that all of a sudden our interest rates that. have doubled in the last year. Everything is doubled in your grocery store, right? Worse than that, yeah. right? We sold our yeah. oil reserves so for temporarily we could keep some of this this gas prices low. But when you see this BRICS system come in, and other people are going to back their currency with something that's actually worth something, you could see that we could see everything quadruple from here. You're forgetting one thing, Doc, about What's China that? being the threat. They they have their own little stool pigeon in the White House. Well, and that's sure. that's no doubt, and, and you can see, everybody can see these connections, and more importantly, how our media refused to cover them. You couldn't even get Biden's laptop; it was around for I think a year and a half before anybody entered into congressional record. Can I put in some food for thought here? Um, okay, these people that are in position, okay, secular wise, they're educated. You've got economists, you've got accountants, you've got financial experts in all these different areas, and, and they really do have that. They, they, they have that. But in order to not use that appropriately, you have to be either incompetent or demented. When I say you're demented, if you're doing these things intentionally, you're demented. Now, there's something that we don't hear very much about now because, you know, things buzz with us for a while and they go away and we start talking about something else, even though they keep working on what they were going to work on. And that is the Great Reset. <clears throat> Amen. Now, we've got the BRIC nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China. They're not getting involved in all of this. But a part of this, in order to make this work, you've got to destroy everything else. That's right. Uh, we have to ask the question, are these people incompetent? 
or are they demented and intentional at what they're doing? Because it's just uncommon to see on a weekly or a monthly basis asking for billions, and in many cases, hundreds of billions of dollars to give here, to give there, to give here, to give there. But you have things in your own country. You mentioned Maui. We mentioned Palestine. We won't do anything about that. You know, we, oh, whoa, whoa, we'll get the people in Maui $700. Uh, for whatever reason, we'll ignore the people in Palestine, Ohio. But we can speak of all these other nations. We can bring people in and we can come in, come up with things for free housing and all of this. It appears more so of what I would call demented intentionality. That's me making up something. Demented intentionality. I like that. That you are intentionally bankrupting this nation. That's right. So that we have no other option but to fall in with that portion of Klaus Schwab and Harari's great, yep. mm-hmm. great reset. And, and the problem is, it, 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 in order for that to happen, it trickles down and all of us feel it. We all, we all feel it because everything goes up. Right now, when it comes to buying things, it's like paralysis when I speak of things as I'm speaking of houses and things like that it's like paralysis when it comes to selling things I'm speaking of like houses and all paralysis because if you sell a house you will not be able to buy what you sold or greater and in some cases even a little bit less with what you get so these type of things have to be intentional because people have been educated to make decisions uh that would be in the best interest of the people. Uh, but it appears that now it's in the best interest of a certain group of people. And that in itself would have to be, yeah, I'm jumping, the oligarchs. Let me blow through a bunch of stuff real quick, guys, and then you guys react to it. But but before, so I said all that to say because I don't want to leave that. So what is he talking about? That leaves the door wide open for China. Mm-hmm. If we don't think that China yep. is looking and waiting for the right time for us to fall. Think about it. How, if we say we can't do this and we can't do that, how are we going to defend Taiwan? China is waiting for the right time mm-hmm. to make their strike. They have bases in the Caribbean. They're, 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 building, uh, they're building man-made islands and, and, and you're making airstrips and things mm-hmm. out of it. They're waiting for the right time. And you said something earlier about the Infowars. The problem that we face is we have too many people who they who do not want to hear truth because they say it's a downer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that those who do not like the fact that you live godly, they look at it as a downer to how they want to live, but not saying so we'll just ignore it. They'll say we'll execute something to change it. And so we don't have enough people who want to execute. We have more people who want to just be silent and pretend as though, even if there's a, no, I'm not pretending, they're pretending as though nothing is happening. And if you decide to have this case of, of, of inactive paralysis, another one of my terms, inactive paralysis, the enemy is going to keep on moving and doing what he is supposed to do. So thank God for the remnant who is fighting. So, you guys are going to remember those two terms because guess what? I'm going to share with you exactly the terms that he just shared and China's way of looking at that. OK, 
Okay, so when you think about this war, again, General Boykin is talking about how they have made their intentions clear and we are clearly rolling over. What does that mean? It means that Chinese companies are fused. Every Chinese company is fused. There is no distinguishing between a private company and a military company. They will leverage them. That's what these Chinese department, these police departments are about. We got all these Chinese nationals coming through. Where are they going to go? To Chinese land, to Chinese companies, to Chinese factories. Some of them chemical factories, right? These are the people that designed our electrical grid. So, but how have they captured the world? Now, this book is going to argue, and a lot of people argue, that it's China that's behind this. Again, prophetically, I do agree with Dr. Dennis. This is actually the world, one world government that showing that they're clearly in control of China and in bed with each other and that they're actually the same entity, okay? But this has showed you how China has targeted the world's elite. It's called elite capture. They have went out of their way to make them rich, richer than they could imagine. They have pulled Wall Street money out into their companies to make their company successful because one day they can go, well, it's our company. Right? There's no there's no such thing as private ownership anyways. And then so you think about this idea of fusing military with 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 each person with the with the public. Okay. So normally we think of a it's peacetime, then we have a crisis, and then we go to war. These people are at war in peacetime. And what do they call this? They actually call this unrestricted warfare. War at peace that you are already setting up all the, the money, places, times to take down. And what is the ultimate way to win? It's to win without fighting. It's actually called the acme of skill is to subdue an enemy without fighting. And see, financial yeah, disaster is what they have been planning for us. Get this straight. The Federal Reserve is not owned by the United States government. We us were operating on somebody else's dime. Doesn't that prove to you that they're the ones who own America and that you don't? Yeah, they owned America. That's right. Who owns your house? If you owe a debt on your house, who owns your house? Stop banking the mortgage payment. So here we are. And what do people say when, when they say anything in my office? They go, in the greatest, richest country in the world, why can't we do blank? Mm. Okay, folks, we're not. We're the most indebted nation in the world, and we're on an unsustainably physical path. And these people have been, in the peacetime, strategizing how to destroy us and take our country over without even fighting. And that is their entire goal. And that is what's called, that's why they're after this elite capture, and that's why even the stock market is how they have brought our money to, to, to finance their agenda. And more people have uh, so much money in Chinese companies. If you have money in Chinese companies, you need to get it out. Now, what do you guys have to say about that? Well, I don't know. You're, you're making the case for China being being this global financial. Uh, well, it's arguing chicken or egg. Who's in control of who? And I think we 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 probably agree that it's actually a World Economic Forum. But this is the World Economic Forum using China because they're using wars right. to, to accomplish. But this strategy is being talked about. This is coming out of Chinese people, Chinese right. government. Right. Everything I just said there is coming from one of those books that I mentioned. Right. But what, I, what my point was going to be about your last statement where you said if you have money in Chinese companies, get it out. The reason why money people have money in Chinese companies is because they see them as being profitable. 
Money follows money. You That's know, right. It's just the way it is. And now and, they've captured and, those people's money. Yeah. And one day they can go, I'm sorry. That's our company. Well, the, that's what they do with anybody in, one thing in China. Is that it's, it's the big elephant in a room we're not talking about here, and that's going to be the digital currency that that's right has been talked, about, you know, whispered about. But it's if they install a digital currency, it's it's bye bye. Wouldn't it be a good rollout when they completely financially destroy America? Well, that's what and then they roll out and do. say, well, we can not roll this America, out, and everybody's going to get a lot of money. Everybody's going to get this. Yeah, the whole world, right. they're going to do it. Dr. Dover, I believe it will be America that will destroy itself. Yeah. And and then they'll just come in and collect the spoils, be it through military action or whatever. Uh, when you look at Deuteronomy 28, 12, now we know Deuteronomy. This is written to Israel. And God tells them if they shall hearken diligently to all that he commands. And he said, these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Uh, and and we know that God is not respective of persons. He's faithful uh, he's faithful to all that are faithful to him. And when you get to the 12th verse, it, it says, and this is where, where, you know, people used to use these so-called prophets. I'm going to call them as they were false prophets, lying people up and say, God said, you're going to be the lender, not tomorrow. And I would ask people, I really, I, I said, have, have you ever owned a bank? Then who are you lending to? This is not talking about a few dollars. This is speaking of nations lending to nations. Mm-hmm. And it says that clear. It says you shall lend to many nations and you shall not borrow. And then right after that, when you go into uh, the curses, uh, God goes on to say, and this is Israel, he says, you shall become the borrower and not the lender. And then the scripture later says that the the borrower is subservient or slave to the lender. lender. America has gone from being a lender to a borrower. It has gone from being the head of nations to, and it's on its way to being the tail of nations. And when you listen to the talk that's out there, it refuses to acknowledge God. It refuses, it, it, when we look at the things that's happening, people are like, why is this, why is that, why is that, why are they doing this? Why? Not, you get very few who will say, uh, this is spiritual, this is because of sin, this is a fight between God and Satan, God will win in the end, he's already won and Satan knows it and that is why he's so desperate. But what happens is, it doesn't mean for people listening, so you're saying China's the godly nation, no. It's not. Usually, usually you're overtaken by what you became like. Yep. Like the Babylonians. You, the yes, yes, Israel. exactly. Usually you're overtaken by that which you became like. That's what you want, then that's what will overtake you. And so China, this thing with China, they're, they're moving in and, and, and eventually going the way we're going and, and even looking at... Uh, last day biblical prophecy. I don't see, when you look at everything that's taking place in the Far East and the Middle East, I don't see how we can make a difference against all of those nations that would line up with one common purpose. Alex, did you have something to say? So let me, uh, because we're going to go and uh, split to the next podcast because we're going to turn this one into two for sure. But I want you to think about what happened with Hezekiah. I want you to think about how he pled to God. And God answered his prayer and God turned back time and God gave him riches and wealth and all of these things. 
Mm-hmm. And when, when the world came to figure out why are you so successful, you know what they showed him? Hezekiah showed him his riches. He didn't show him his God. Mm-hmm. He didn't mm-hmm. tell him about his God. Mm-hmm. See, and what happened is those people became jealous and they came back and they took everything he had. And that is exactly the story of America, that America has forgotten God. We have forgotten the one who blessed us, the one who gave us all of this Mm -hmm, stuff. mm -hmm. And we haven't showed the world God. We've showed them all our riches. Mm -hmm. And they've been plotting for year after year after year about how they can come in and take everything that we have. And that's the pattern that our Bible falls in, that we fall, that pride comes before what? The fall. Mm-hmm. And we have Pride Month here in America, mm-hmm. being prideful about sin. Mm. You see, that's what's happening in America, and that's why we need to talk about how this one world government, these new world order, the World Economic Forum is fusing themselves with China. That's our next episode. Yeah. Dr. Doji, you want to pray us out? Father, we bless you. We thank you. We honor you for your goodness and your mercy. Uh, We thank you, Lord God, for the listening audience, and I pray that they were uh, informed today and or even had things confirmed in their hearts today. And as we leave leave the air today, we pray that your hand of mercy will continually be upon us in Jesus' name and those who are listening. Amen. Amen. Hey folks, it's Dr. Dennis from Supernatural Junkies. I just want to talk to you today about Protanum. I've been taking Protanum for a few years, and you know what? I feel a difference. I am younger than my age. At least I think I am. Anyway, Protanum is a strong antioxidant producer in your body because what it does, it causes your body to increase its glutathione production. And glutathione, folks, is the strongest antioxidant your body has. So if you want to keep strong antioxidants in your body and be a healthier you, I suggest you use ProTandem.